Live and create from your true personal power. This is Elevation Nation. Welcome back to Elevation Nation. This is El Sompress, your host, and we meet every Wednesday to talk about how you can elevate the joy in your life and the success in your business. There's such an epidemic in our world of I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when my debt is paid off. I'll be happy when I get a better job. I'll be happy when I am just a little bit smaller in my dress size. I'll be happy when I find the perfect mate, the relationship, or for those that are in the relationship, I'll be happy when I get the ring. I'll be happy when we can resolve this particular issue, or we can finally get that perfect house or take that perfect vacation. And I think it's a common enough concept at this point that people logically know being happy when is never going to work because when you get there the next step will become visible and become desirable so now you're where you wanted to be but now you want more you want something else it's how we're designed to keep growing and to keep evolving to keep producing and serving and reaching for more So if you're always happy when, you will continue to suffer. Because happy when is future-based, which means you will be unhappy in the now. And there is nothing more important, nowhere that you can truly be living, other than the present, the here and now. So why continue to suffer? Because if you're happy for a reason, that reason can always be taken from you, no matter what it is. But when you are in a state of happiness based off of the person you are, the confidence to create, and the willingness to remain solution-focused and show compassion to yourself at all times, that cannot be taken from you. There is nowhere for that to go. Now listen, we're not going to be happy in every single moment if you see happiness as an emotion only and rather than a state of being. Our emotions flex and they flow and they change with the tides and with the rising and setting of the sun with changing hours. Our emotions shift. Sometimes we feel good. Sometimes we feel low. Sometimes we feel uncertain. Sometimes we feel completely confident. And that can all be in one day let alone one week. It's certainly something we all experience. But happiness as a state of being is different. Happiness as a state of being is a choice that you make from hour to hour and day to day, saying that even when I'm low, I'm okay with that. I'm in acceptance of it because I am solution focused. What do I need to do to change this current situation? Maybe what I need to do first and foremost is sit in it and be in acceptance. Maybe you've just lost a parent and you need to allow yourself to feel blue, to grieve. That is completely healthy and completely normal. And distracting and shoving it away is not going to do you any good. So it's not a race to happiness. It's simply a reminder that this too shall pass. Happiness as a state of being is knowing That when I feel good, I'm celebrating it. And when I feel low, I'm allowing it and moving through it and changing what I do have control over in any given moment that will be in my greatest good. So if that means sitting in it and feeling it and allowing it, then that's what I do. If that means reaching out to a friend or a therapist, a coach, and being able to talk it out, then that's what I do. Or if it is a situation where I maybe need to make a new choice, 
take a different action, start making an adjustment that will change my circumstances, then that's what I do as well. If it means pampering myself a little bit, taking a hot bubble bath and sipping some tea or taking a run, whatever it is that I feel I need, that I know I am there to take care of myself, that is living in a state of happiness, even when your emotion doesn't necessarily feel happy. But here is how most people go about achieving happiness. They give to get. If you are being any certain way, behaving in a certain way to get a certain outcome, that is manipulation. Now, I know that word has you throwing your hands up on your hips and shaking your head and saying, I am not about manipulation. I am not a manipulator. How dare you? But there's really no other word to call giving to get, to loving someone to get their approval, to being a kind person to get respect. No matter how awesome your gesture may be, if it's based in, I'll do this, so I get that. If I do this, he'll do that. If I do this, she'll give me this back. If I do this, I'll be loved. That is trying to control the situation rather than being who you are because it's who you are. Doing it from love, not for love. I'm going to say that again. Doing it from love, not for love. Doing it because you are love. Doing it because that's how you want to show up in the world. Not for attention, respect, or money. Those things may naturally come as a consequence of your actions or your state of being. But that's different than making the choice to do those things, be that way, give of yourself in order to facilitate something being given back to you whether that be respect or the admiration or love or acceptance. Because in that case, you can find yourself swaying from your truth, from your authenticity, and from your integrity in order to impress someone else or to gain something that you're hoping will fill you up. And once again, that invites the experience of suffering rather than living from a state of happiness and peace. Even in your business, right? If you're doing things because you feel that's what's going to get you the sale, rather than doing things that are aligned with your integrity and your values and what is of the greatest service to this world and your clients, you're going to start to feel very frustrated. You're going to start to feel very resentful. And this is where stress comes into play. We have to know ourselves, our values, our motives, our intentions, and be aligned with our integrity in order to remain in that state of being called happiness that we all crave. We may have to do some things that we don't enjoy, some things that are difficult, some things that are out of our comfort zone, but they should never, and I mean never, be out of a line with your values. They should never take you out of integrity, not because you love somebody, not because you're in a business, not because you want to gain the respect, admiration, or attention from somebody else, because that's other-focused rather than coming from self-esteem. That's what's called other's esteem. So I invite you to always check with yourself and your intentions. Am I doing this because of who I am? Or am I doing this because of what others will think of me? Or what others will give to me? Or what others will offer me in return? The latter is you being a control freak. It is you manipulating your circumstances 
to get something you want rather than allowing what you want to flow to you by being who you are. The point is to not make your steps calculated, to not be thinking, I need to do things a certain way so this person will respond the way I want. Again, whether that's in relationships, friendships, family, business, the community as a whole. When you're doing things and then waiting for the response, you're in manipulation. When you're doing things because it feels aligned with who you are, it's aligned with your integrity, it's aligned with your value system and your beliefs and what you feel good about bringing to this world, then the result, the response that you receive, you will not be attached to. Because the reality is, is some people are going to like it and some people are going to oppose it. And there's a million reasons why that may be, could be out of line with their values, or it could just be a trigger point. It could be something that they're not facing in themselves, or it could just be something that doesn't fit with who they are. And it doesn't matter why that is. So long as your truth is not harming anyone else, always walk in your truth. Go deep enough within yourself to know that your truth is not emotionally reactive, that your truth isn't, well, this is just who I am, take it or leave it, and you're being defensive, that your truth is coming from love. But don't be attached to what others give to you or offer you or think of you based off of who you are. You are responsible for living the life that you choose to live and living a life that feels true and honest and good. And if you are doing things, seeking a specific result in response from others, you're going to end up feeling empty when you don't get the response you're seeking. I get this question a lot. The why is it people with the biggest hearts are the ones who get walked on, that get taken advantage of, who get hurt the most? And you want to know why that is? I'm one of those people who had to sort this out myself, so I know it well. But the reason is because Often, those of us with the biggest hearts are very sensitive and we're giving to get. We give and give and give and we'll be there for everybody and listen and drop everything so that we can be there for someone else and we're the first one to whatever you need. I'm there for you, whether it's my time, my money, my advice, my listening ear, my energy. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do any of this for other people, but check your intentions. When you're doing it because you think that's what will make people like me. When I give of myself, that's what will make people love me. That's what will make this friend see me as valuable. That's what's going to make this guy want to date me or marry me. That's what's going to make this girl see me as the perfect guy. That's what's going to make this client choose my business. Manipulation, 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 manipulation. When you're doing things for a response... When you don't get that response, you're going to blame other people. You're going to stand in resentment and say, they just took advantage of me. You're going to say, people always walk all over me. People just take from me all the time. Not at all realizing that you're the one responsible for allowing that to happen. You can't be doing things and then waiting for the effect. That's why you end up so hurt. Because you didn't do it because, hey, this is aligned with who I am and this is what I want to be and this is what I want to do and what happens from it is completely okay. You did it and then waited. If I do this, they're going to really like me. If I do this, I'm going to win. Whatever it is you're trying to win, the business, the guy, the girl, the friend, the attention, the admiration, the adoration, the love. This is why nice guys finish last because they have stepped 
out of integrity of who they truly are. And they're trying to earn the girl by being so nice and showing her how perfect I am and how great I'll be. And people can smell that a mile away. And you attract people who will take advantage of that. Even the best intentioned, most loving people will often get lured in by that type of behavior and it sets something off in us. We're animals that can sense that this is someone I can easily take advantage of. This is someone that I can milk, that I can take from. Even somebody who thinks I'm not a taker, I'd never be that way. Sometimes we'll fall prey to that because we're human and none of us are perfect. But you're the one who's responsible for allowing people to take and to give, give, give in order to get, get, get. And then when you don't get, you stomp your feet and stand in resentment. Stop doing that. Check your intentions. If you're an overgiver, get honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I giving this because it just lights me up? It feels good to be this person and that's what I want to offer to the world, to this individual, to this situation? Or am I giving and underneath it all, there's this hope that if I give this, then I'll get fill in the blank. The same applies for, say, a woman who sleeps with somebody to get his love. You're giving your body, your soul, your spirit over to somebody in hopes of getting something in return rather than celebrating what is and giving freely and openly from a mutual place of respect and love that already exists. There is a difference. So if you truly want to live in a state of happiness, let go of the notion of I'll be happy when and stop choosing your behaviors based off of what you think others will think of you, do for you, or give back to you. And choose your behaviors based off of who you are and how you want to show up in this world. You'll still have a great impact on others. You can still love others fully, but you'll be doing it from a place of truth rather than manipulation. It brings you clarity, it brings you peace, and that returns you to your state of happiness. If this message spoke to you, I invite you to share it with your friends because the more we are elevating as individuals, the more the world elevates as a whole. Until next time, live in love, and I look forward to speaking to you next week.